Roll up! Roll up! Ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on Earth! Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast! You'll gasp! <gasps> You'll laugh! <laughs> and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano! Hello. And Matt Bradshaw! Poor sick chicken. Welcome! <laughs> They're all good. They're all good, the chickens. How many chickens you got? Four. Oh. We replaced three. We didn't replace With what? them. With chickens. Oh. Well, three died and over the years, and now we have three again. <sighs> okay. Three new ones, so now we have four. Great. What yeah. brand? Uh, pet stock. <laughs> I don't know what colour these ones are. I think they're um, Rhode Island Reds or oh, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. So we have an Isa Brown and a Rhode Island Red. And, and two other Rhode Island Reds. Is that what you meant? No. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got sick brain. God. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my house to do um, sick podcast number ninety-five. Yeah, four. Uh, ninety-four. Four. All right. So, which gives us six weeks to organise a hundred episode spectacular. Right. Mm. Yes. Mm. Where should we do that? Mm. Yes. Clearly, we've been. Uh, we should, planning. shouldn't we? Yeah, I think we should do something. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We need to put some wheels in motion about that. Watch them turn around. Uh, um, six weeks is enough. Oh, Five yeah. weeks is enough. Yeah. Like to get people organised to come to a... Yeah. Should we just do it at someone's house? We do it at someone's house? Yeah. Could we? I reckon. Whose house? Yours? Oh, I live many fars from things. So do this I. Is... Yeah. yeah, you do. All right. No, I, I thought you meant an independent third party. Oh, we could do an independent third party. Let's do it at Geordie's house. Fuck him. It's big enough for uh, his whole suburb to come. Yes. Yeah. Far out. It's a large home. <clears throat> I gigged with Geordie last night. Thank you. In place of you. Thank you, Geordie. He's I know not going to watch this. No, he listens sometimes. Does he? Yeah. Oh. And then he does those stupid posts. He just hashtags something. He's a real, he's one of those people that mocks hashtags by making hashtags. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, okay. I think. Yes, he did a hashtag FUMB on mine the other day. Uh, I understand what that means. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cute, actually. Yeah. He hasn't done one before of that. Because <laughs> you sang so good. I'll see if I can get some traction on that. I'm going to start hashtagging my own stuff. FUMB? Yeah. Fub. <laughs> you should do this. It's not how you spell numb. Oh, shut up, idiot. You should do this and go fum. Fum. Oh, I was doing my thumbs up for yeah. listeners only. You what? Your thumbs up? My thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Maybe that's why you're sick. <clears throat> Might be. I'm doing my absolute best not to cough. Oh. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to do my absolute best to make you not laugh. Oh, look, that will be difficult because you're so funny. Thank you very much. <laughs> I can laugh like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. Oh, great. <laughs> so, that's oh, got a very... Get you, my pretty... Yes. And your little dog, too. That's very much what that is. Yeah. Oh, no. What was her name? Uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, what was her actual name? Meryl... Myrtle, <laughs> flippy, flappy, slippy. Mixomatosis rabbit. Uh, you, you've uh, become acquainted with our uh, 
introduced natural fauna. I've never seen one before. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They don't. They don't look happy. Mixo rabbits. Poor little fella. Yeah. Ah, oh, I'm going to describe it to you. Bleeding from the eyes. Yeah. Oh fuck. They're not pretty. You got fluff on your chin. Oh, it's probably from where I was cuddling the rabbit. Could be. You weren't cuddling the rabbit. No, were you? I didn't cuddle no. it. I gave him a little tickle. He was too sick and sad to even try and get away from me. But he was in the middle of the road. The middle. It's an interesting um With thing blood on the road under you... him from where he was Yeah. Oh It's interesting when you realise that um this whole uh, I hate to quote uh the Lion King slash Elton John, but this whole circle of life thing. Because of course last week I was at uh Mum and Dad's out the farm, you know, inoculating sheep from all this stuff and all these bugs that are, they're in the ground. They live in the ground and at certain times of the year, they, you know, the weather wakes them up and they try to, crawl, they crawl out of the ground onto the grass to get inside the bugs of the, the stomachs of animals so that they can effectively uh, live on the host and then kill the host and then put the host's nutrients you know whatever that is back into the earth to to kind of perpetuate the whole series of um circle of lifeness and of course we've scientifically you know we as human beings have done incredible things to work out what those things are to inoculate the animals from getting this that or the other if you think you take your cat or your dog to the vet and what they get shot up with so that they don't get taken over by some kind of bug and I'm sick right now. It's like this is just how the world's supposed to work. You're supposed to get sick and X amount of us are supposed to die and like, you know, f- to feed that bug and then that it's quite an amazing thing. Yeah, um, I think it's um, not happy, but it's you I know, think not Elton John and Bernie Taupin put it a little bit more lyrically than that. Well they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um But It's a circle of life when bugs crawl out of the ground and into a sheep's. I do think that if uh, Pee Wee Herman had sung the soundtrack for Lion King, it would have been much more popular. I think the older Elton John gets, the closer he and Pee Wee Herman are in their vocal delivery. Ha! He's got a lot of... (laughs) Who can tell everybody? (laughs) He does a little bit. Um, I'm going though. Are you going to go? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yes, that's right. You're going with Becky and, and Elton John's her all-time favourite, which I did not know until we caught up a few weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, really? All-time favourite. Yeah. Now, in fairness, Elton John hasn't been a great live singer for many, many, many years. But there's all these artists that are going to fucking drop off the perch pretty soon. Right. And I think I should go and see them. Yeah, that's a... That's a um... And I'm sorry, I lament that I didn't see them earlier. Yeah, okay. Uh... That's not why I went to see Keith Urban. I'm not prognosticating on his immediate future. Well, interestingly about Keith Urban, as opposed to almost everyone else, is he keeps getting better mm. vocally. Like he's... Mm. When I saw him two years ago, uh, yeah, I reckon two or three years ago, I was blown away at how good his vocals were. Mm. And when I say how good... You know, I'd followed the first four albums, I reckon, and just how since he's become pop, you know, with the being on TV and whatnot, like he's had to he's had to do some serious vocal work to be able to do that kind of thing and range and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And live, oh, mm. phenomenal. 
Like really, not country singing, like really singing, not country male singing. Because most country male singers do that drawly kind of thing, and even mm. he did when he was younger. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm super impressed at how... There was a, a, a while ago... <laughs> how, the, how the quality of his singing's improved while the quality of his songs have gone down. Um, I, I played his <laughs> Graffiti U album uh, when I was doing my Sunday gig out at the Art Centre on the lawns because um, I had neglected to bring my gig iPod with me and so the only thing I had was the iTunes gifted album that Jade had given me of Graffiti U on my iPad. Oh, so I just played that every set break. Um, it was better, louder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a... Um, they're, they're not bad songs. They're just not good songs. Yeah, I think it's, it's a, songs. I think it's something about um, modern music. It's really interesting to me. Where I do think the quality of the song gets wrapped up in the quality of the production. Oh, absolutely. So there's this element of this sounds amazing, and all this uh, immaculate amount of care and effort's gone into crafting this um, incredible. Pr- incredible production um and i do think there is an element of that it improves that's how they that's how they make songs better they do cool shit with them um but when you strip it back to like what what's going on harmonically and lyrically um and quite often melodically they they are good they're really good yeah uh which you know because they've got the hooks but then you kind of go oh yeah this song it's yeah. You know, I I make that joke all the time, and certainly in this podcast, been referenced many times about the you know this would fail you nine poetry. Um, but to be fair, you know perhaps that's where they've decided to consciously pitch most songs because most people don't get past you nine poetry. And I, I, I mean, what I mean by that is like you might study, you might go to high school and you do high school English, but no one goes into higher level writing yeah they don't, they don't take on literature as a you know the year 11 and 12 subjects so they're not interested you know the average everyday folks not interested in whether the right tense appears continuously through a song <laughs> <laughs> uh, because i'm not really intimately acquainted with keith urban's stuff um the songs i know the best are uh the ones i've um, sung at gigs and stuff and his one about his kid when Sunday Roast was born um, <laughs> that yeah just when you say tenses the way it shifts not just within the context of the song but within, within a line a, within yeah. a line yeah. whoa yeah. whoa oh yeah. it's hard yeah it's clumsy yeah and um, and then I think as well on a positive note um as far as the new album being clearly a collaboration between a, a toaster and a microwave, I think it's really good songwriting. I think. And ruined by production? That, not ruined, but. No, no, as in I think all the songs are written by a toaster and a microwave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm really interesting as I think um, conversation I had with Damien yesterday while I was still lucid uh, in the studio because oh, we're really at that point of fixing. Yeah, I'm sue defending. 
you know, really kind of do it. We're doing that thing where I go, can we pull the organ out of the first half of the verse and bring it in on line four? Like, and then it's just audibly that change. And we're making those decisions and it, it's coming together really well. Um, but he played me a song from his original band, um, that he didn't write it, but the, uh, the the singer wrote it, and it's one of those songs. You know, it's a troubadourish songwriting, and it's phenomenal. Like it, it was just a guitar and a vocal, and it's great. And I made the comment. I said, "What would totally shift that song for me and make me go and make me want to listen to it again and again and again is if in the second verse where he says she all the time, referring to either a specific person or a concept mm. like the road mm. if it was you because I kind of believe that so much of that kind of genre of Americana is about telling the story but it's it's so you put this kind of barrier between the audience and the singer by always referring to she he they in the lyric but once you change she he and they to you then um, the lyric can be, you can either have it sung to you as the listener, yeah. or you can imagine you as the singer when you're singing along or put yourself into place. And it makes it, for me, it so often makes it more intimate. I've always thought that same thing about uh, songs that are specifically about our person. Amanda, Mandy. Oh, I just chose the same. Yeah. Two different songs. Yeah. One oh, yeah, by yeah. Boston. Yeah, Boston. And the other one by the guy who... Amazingly, didn't write the songs that made the whole world cry. No, that was the Bee Gees. Mary Benelow. Mm. Um, didn't they write it? Who? The Barry Benelow song. No. Who wrote the songs? Who wrote that song? I don't know who he wrote He sang this. it. Yeah. But I, I think, okay. Mm. Sorry. So in fact, that's another place where he should have said you instead of I. You wrote the songs. That make the whole world. No, again, that's the Bee Gees song. Heist, how did it choke? That's that one. I cannot believe they ever had a career with that vocal. It does feel like it started out as a joke, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm, su- I'm sure that there's some Check fun. out this thing I just yeah. discovered I could do. I've said it, yeah, I've said it for years. Like, I reckon, and then some A&R guy goes, that's, gonna, people, that's a gimmick, people are going to be into that. And then they were just lumped with it. Oh, yeah. it remind, that reminds me, tangent, um, of Kat coming home from work. I know I've got a girlfriend. Um still amazing <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago did, have I even told you this the whole she said I learnt a vital thing in CPR training no she goes you've got to, in order to get the compression right you've got to <laughs> yes. sing um, Stayed Alive by the Bee Gees and I went what you can tell but the better I use my work and I was like that's not <laughs> that's going to be really she's, she's like no 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 the chorus I went it's alright it's okay and I laughed and I laughed and she was just kind of, of course going, oh my God, what have I got myself into? <laughs> By the way, if you are listening to this and you are suddenly uh, <laughs> thrust into a situation where you might have to do CPR on someone, um, like I did recently, uh, we won't talk about that though. Yeah, we won't talk about it. I'll tell you about it later. <clears throat> um, then uh, you need to do the chorus, the ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh, staying alive, which cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> so funny. So you remember it? Oh my god! Huh. 
Brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Was that new information to you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh. As far as the uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the other bits. Although I really do have to get through the verse and the pre-chorus to get to the chorus. So if you are ever around me and have a heart attack, you might not make it. <laughs> like the situation. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Just messing with you. Fucking clown shoes. <laughs> oh, look at you trying to do little yeah. gentle shallow coughs yeah. so you don't fall yeah. into submission. True. Poor little bastard. Yeah, apparently this is a, the a continuation of the bug that I had, which gave me the flu thing two weeks ago. And then what happens is it goes through this cycle because my dad and my brother-in-law have had it. Had the cycle, had it, cycle of life? The cycle of this bug, yeah. Um, They've had it way. They had it way worse than me, I think. Yeah. Okay. But I was a mess yesterday. Real, real bad. <clears throat> so mm. thank you to you and Geordie for. Um... Well, I got your message saying I'm sure in capital letters I could get through it, but you'd have to carry me, and I resisted the temptation, obviously, to retort. You're my brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, always carry. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> I knew you were sick, and I didn't know if it translates. Oh, that's, I would have, man, I would have showed up. <laughs> I would have dragged myself. Um, <clears throat> if I'd had, um, I reckon if from that point, if I'd gone somewhere and slept for four or five hours, it would have been all right. All right. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like two and a half hours to get back from Damon's house, Damon, Damien's house. And uh, luckily I picked up Kat on the way and she drove pretty wow. much most of the way home. So I slept on and off in the car. Ooh. Dude, unfun. Poor little bugger. Yeah. Well, you didn't miss any extra madness. Oh, it was just standard. It was standard madness. Yeah. 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 Oh, good. Yeah. We're um, trying to pick out who the prostitutes were. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Right. It's um, midweek. They're easier to find. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, that's why I go there on my off Wednesdays as well. (laughs) Very good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, reconnaissance. Oh, I thought yeah. to work. <laughs> How uh, dare, dare you, sir? We're all hookers in one way or another. What? Yes, I seen Kaysan last night. Don't <laughs> be like that. Hey. It was an request. That's good. Was it? Did you see it last night? Yeah, because it was. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Come on, man. It's a great, great, great piece of music. It is. And a great lyric. Ben Laguda was there. Oh, Whoa. this is brilliant. Don't this is brilliant because he seen... told me about a story. He told me a story. He told Geordie and I a story as we were leaving uh, about working with you. Was he making balloon animals at the <laughs> yes! Palace Hotel in Camberwell? He said, he said, I remember this time. He was talking about the fact that um, uh, he and musos of his ilk, take that however you want, Ben's a fabulous fucking It really does depend what the next sentence is going to be Um, (laughs) before I take it as I want. Didn't didn't really take their, he didn't say covers career, but let's say their covers career very seriously. Yeah. And he said, so I remember working with um, uh, Dom Italiani, very very serious man, was how he, (laughs) fuck, I laughed. Wow. So I kicked back and just listened to what happened next where he's, (laughs) I do, play, I do play the hardy to people's laurel or the other way around. Well, <laughs> I think the other thing was that I think it was Geordie's gig. Yeah. And 
it was a trio and and I can't remember the story exactly, but it was a trio gig or a duo gig. It was it was both actually at different times. And it was a Palace Camberwell and he was just so loose. And it was like, well, I can deal with this as long as I play straight. Mm. Right. And so it was like totally he was the wild man, I was a straight man. But I also thought I, I got the impression no, I don't mm. I also think uh that you were cognizant of the fact that it was someone else's gig that you yeah. were looking after. Yeah. So someone's got to fucking fly this ship. Yeah, I tend to be. To I tend to try metaphor. to feel like that anyway. Well, fuck yeah. Like, you know, it's like I, I really appreciate the fact that anyone books me for a gig. And so uh, the last thing I want is for, and most of the people who book me for gigs are mates. So like you book me in venues and I go play by myself. So... The last thing I want is for my mate to have to yeah, yeah. defend me on a professional level. Of course, and it's happened to you on another occasion, hasn't it? It's happened to me on a number of occasions. All right, there's yeah. one particular I'm thinking of. Again, that's something we don't. Well, it's 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 well that scenario is tricky too because that was playing with a mate <clears throat> at a mate's gig, and that was a mate of a mate's gig. Mm. So the person who booked us to play, it wasn't even his gig mm. to, to book. It was like, hey, can you? can you do this gig for me? It's like, actually, something else has come up. I'll get Dom and this person to play. Mm. And, well, I'll get this person to play. And I was the fourth ring in. Mm. And so it turned out that it was, you know, people... And it it turned out that I'd heard through the grapevine that I people were talking about me, about the fuck-up of that gig. Yeah, right. So it was like, well, fucking, I wore it anyway, <clears throat> even though... Yeah, shit. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. it's tricky. So I, I shit splashes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he said. Uh, <clears throat> he said that when he at, at some point I don't know when he first turned up or whatever he said and Dom said to me hmm so so I'm going to give it in the delivery yeah, he gave sure, sure. which is not I'm sure the delivery he gave which is makes it funnier to me I like it um oh, uh Jordy um Jordy usually brings percussion hmm okay. That wow. all right, we'll just muddle on through. And so then Ben, ben said, so at some point during the gig, he just started going, and he said, and Dom looked over and said, I oh, did bring percussion. He said, No, no, I'm just doing this. Mm, interesting. I've got a feeling that Ben remembers things that I don't remember and I remember things that Ben doesn't remember. I'm sure that's true. (laughs) I'm sure that's true. What I will say about it is uh, he's an extraordinarily gifted and competent musician. Yeah. And what I did get out of those gigs is that that he was kind of a little bit like trying to entertain himself. Because it was like a shitty pub gig, you know, in that sense of shitty pub gig. Absolutely. And trying to have a good time in the <clears throat> That's context. That's his very of, point. Yeah. And he's, um, and by the way, he, he the the culmination of all these stories about how, you know, serious musicians and I never really took it seriously. But, uh, you know, I don't have any gigs. So, <laughs> and he told that against himself. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought, well, those kind of things do end up kind of, uh, well, but they... I guess people call you. They call you to play if you can come and fit the parameters of what they want you to do for work. And it's mm. like anything. Like, you know, um, you'll... Oh, I was talking to my mother about it briefly earlier, about um, 
sweet people get given a lot of leeway, like in a relationship, like they're kind and they're lovely. And, and so where they might be unable to show up on time for anything, hmm. you make, they're lovely. And so you kind of look after them or make a, not look after them. You make allowances for them in that respect. Beautiful, beautiful people get the same thing. They're like, you know, they can push those boundaries because when they are around, they, you know, they bring this kind of warmth and glow to the place just by, when I say beautiful people, I don't just mean to look at, but like people who are that combination of things. But eventually it's like, I can't keep, you've now hit your peak. And it's the same thing with like super duper musicians. Never had that experience. That's <clears throat> bullshit. <laughs> But the thing is, here's the thing. I've had it from both sides. To be fair... I've been the beautiful person that no one wants to work with anymore as well. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> like, it doesn't... I haven't. It doesn't apply to people who are those, are lovely and beautiful and never push it. Like, sh- you know, show up and do the job and don't... But the, the super... This is like, I'm just saying, like, those people who kind of always get carried through in that respect, the super talented guys get carried through as well. Like... the because they go, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna jump off stage and, you know, order shots at the bar and make balloon animal animals while that guy's doing singing this song, which you know is something that happened, which is great fun, right? But the venue managers, like, at some point they're gonna go, I don't want to have to deal with that. I'm all right dealing with it between nine thirty and eleven thirty, but by twelve thirty to one thirty, it's uncontrollable, and I, I don't want to deal with, deal with that anymore. It incites other ridiculous behavior and so venues are happy to put a line through people who are otherwise awesome of course right to have the people who are just kind of competent and doing what they're told to do so they don't have to deal with their 20 percent of a headache Mm. it's the same kind of thing and it's why you know some people have gigs and others don't Mm. maybe not the only reason but (coughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he's, he's certainly um, yeah, been certainly uh, incredibly, like, it's a, the, the gifted and competent thing as well because there's a lot of gifted yeah, yeah. people who are just a bit hacky um, and can do their one thing, but he's not like that. He's very, very good. That's the most I've ever spoken to him. In fact, I he's a lovely bloke. am unconvinced I've ever, I, I reckon maybe I'd met him on one previous occasion and it was just a, hey, how are you? Because we just don't, we never travelled in the same yeah, circles, circles yeah. somehow. I worked with his brother a little bit. Um. I never worked with his brother. Um, well, his brother's the singing guitarist, so I never worked with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Much. Back in the day when I was playing in bands. Yeah. Um, also, all those things you said. Yeah, he's crazy good. Mm. Yeah. And lovely. Oh, anyway. Um, what's on for you for the rest of the day? Back to bed? Uh, I think so. I feel Goodbye. a little bit hot um, and sweaty. Uh, I am going to. I'm going to try to do tonight's gig. Worst comes to worst, I'll ask Joy to sing the gig. <laughs> okay. Um. I uh, I put you on the Facebook page as doing the platform twenty eight gig, but I didn't invoice for it. You didn't. I haven't. No. Yeah, because I invoice the gigs in advance. Yes. Um. But I didn't invoice yours just in case I didn't want to. So <laughs> just in case I don't go and do it. Just in case you don't go and do it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's completely that's what I mean. Enough. Mm. No, I've... Um, <clears throat> look, I, you know, we gigged on Tuesday and um, two Tuesdays ago I was, I was 
had the, was kind of in the middle of the flu bit of this, mm. and it was like, got there, I was rough. And, and we couldn't the, kiss. And by the end of it, awful. Um, I was like, oh, I feel great because mm. I'd kind of sweated it out a bit, and so we did yeah. kiss. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I kind of went downhill a bit on t- this Tuesday. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see how we go. Okay. Uh, what what's on for you this week? Because you're not at the Duke and you're not at the um, Village Bell. That was. Well, no, you're at the Village Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's your week on anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so down in Geelong, and then the Barking Dog. No, that's both in Geelong, aren't they? Yeah, but they're different. Yeah, different places. Down in Geelong is not a venue. It's it, I, I can't remember the name of the place. Good. But I'll be there first. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm doing a gig on Saturday night, <clears throat> booked through uh, an agent, um, a band gig, and... Is this through Gary Eastwood? Gary Eastwood. Yes. I remember you telling me about this. Oh, there you go. Yep. Well, I just discovered that um, there's another band on, and it's Adam Thompson's Queen show. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be big. Adam Thompson, for those listening who might not rem- know him by name is the lead singer of Chocolate Starfish. So if you know who Chocolate Starfish are, if you don't, well then... We can't explain any no. more than that. But um, seriously, like just get your shit together. I wonder who's in the band. That'd be really cool. Because mm. he generally has Chocolate Starfish. Well, I think it is, though. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, because they did a Bad Out of Hell show. it's going to be. I think what? they did a Bad Out of Hell show. They did, and they did an Excess yeah. show as well. Oh, cool. They did the Kick album, I think. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. <clears throat> It's pretty interesting that they've kind of got this little niche thing going on. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's only spoken about as being Adam Thompson, though. Okay. And consequently, Gary, until this morning, uh, thought it was just him emceeing, even though backline was being supplied for some of the band. I don't know. It was uh, very, hard. very odd. Yeah. But I got the running sheet through, and it's like, why is the word queen mentioned a million times in here? Harry, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Funny. So, yeah, so that's two sets. Of them. Of us. All right. That's exciting. 2.45s. That's not what time we finish. No, that'd be late. Or I wouldn't have said it plural. That'd be weird. <laughs> um, uh, yes, four o'clock set up, 10 o'clock first set. Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh. And who's going to stay after the Queen Spectacular? By the way, everybody, like, um, when... Go when, on. When people quote for corporate slash yes. wedding gigs. Yes. That's why. Yes. Because it's a 12-hour day. Yeah, that's what you're 14-hour day. And when I send out the quotes, I make sure that that salient and requisite information is included in the quote. So I, I list... Everything I'll bring and what we'll do and and how long we'll play for and that we'll provide background music between and it's PA and lights and it's a wireless mic and it's a ten hour call. We'll be there from yep. before guests get there to set up all neat and tidy with time to spare and then we'll be there for an hour afterwards packing down and getting everything out of there. So you're not paying four thousand dollars for you and I to come in and play three 40-minute sets. No. You're paying for... By the way, I'm not doing this gig, so I'm not getting any of that money. <laughs> it's not a $4,000 duo gig either. It's a $25,000 band gig. Could you imagine? Fucking hell. 
Yeah. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. I, I just recently found, oh, I can't tell that story on camera. It's all right. Go on. <laughs> I can imagine. But yeah, but I've got, I've always, I had that kind of thing even as a kid, I would imagine. I never imagined being a rock star. You used the word imagine many, many times. Well, it's because I sang it for the first time the other night. I imagined being a cock star. Really? Yeah. You could be. My hard drive says I am. <laughs> Go on. Uh, when I was younger, I imagined all kinds. Of, never imagined being a rock star, but definitely imagined being like a rich kind of philanthropist type that would go to like save animals on an island somewhere. Because you love all animals, stupid. Yeah. But um, Geordie and I, because Geordie's... Like reason, the island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, like that. <laughs> um, but Geordie says all the time at gigs, you know, like, oh, you know, he always tell me whatever the uh, the jackpot for Powerball is. Oh, it's, you know, it's 80 million tonight, something like that. I was like, of course, I, I don't know these things. But he does. He's like, oh, you know, how good would it be if, you know... <sighs> I didn't have to go to work and I could just come and do these gigs with you. I was like, dude, if I went to Hasselotto, I would never I would never do another gig again. I would never play. I, I would play guitar, but I would never do a gig. <laughs> We're done. I'd be I like, haven't you spoke I think you've spoken about this on the podcast before, haven't you? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like I would be gone. <laughs> I would be on the first plane out traveling the world, learning how to build guitars or I don't know, like, you know, on a husky sled in Alaska or I'd be like doing everything. But going to Crown on a Wednesday night for a gig. I mean, I, I mean, I love you guys. Do you know what? I'd be happy to fly you guys around the world and do gigs in other places. <laughs> if I had eight million bucks, I would not be doing my Sunday residency at the Brandon. I don't love that little gig. Yeah, it's fine. So, and if you've if you've said that to people, have they said, "Yeah, you fucking would." Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. No, it's like I'm. <laughs> I'm don't get me wrong, I love the fact that I get to do what I love for a job and when I go and do it, I enjoy it. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, those pe- those, blessed. Those idiots that will win and go, oh, we're just going to keep we're yeah, just yeah. keep doing our job. It's yeah. like, have you got zero imagination? I mean, you, they have got zero imagination. Yeah, they're opposed well, to work. To be fair, like when I say those idiots, like I don't know what their life is like. They're probably not. They're probably lovely, content people who are going to do lots of wonderful things with all that money that they've won. Like I've, you know, who, mm. how would I, know, right? But maybe they're just saying that because they go, "Oh no, I've got these secret plans to do all sorts of cool shit," and I'm not telling you. No, it's the first thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's fine too. We need totally people like that fine. to validate us. Yeah, but I would be gone. I'd be like, "What's in as Tom from MySpace?" I'd be taking my millions of dollars and like traveling the world. <laughs> what? You know, that kind of, you know, with MySpace. The first, the first friend that everyone got on MySpace was Tom, the guy who design, designed it. Oh, fuck. It. Yeah, the, okay. guy, the guy who's in the photo looking over his shoulder like this. Well, I don't remember that. I wasn't, obviously, I wasn't quite as intimately uh, know, acquainted with you'll Tom. You'll know the photo. Um, you'll know the photo. I'll show you. MySpace does still exist, it doesn't does, it? It does, yeah. And they've tried to kind of give it a resurgence. I think even Justin Timberlake bought into yeah, it yeah, to try right. to do it. Yeah. Um, Silly old JT. But he liked to, yeah, that dude. You know that photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's that photo. That yeah, you yours see. was a bit more modelly than th- that one is. What? You kind of went. <laughs> oh, was it? Sorry. Yeah, yeah you, you blue steeled it in action. Um, and so here's the thing. Hang on, go. Uh, Tom, whose profile appeared in everyone's top eight, 
Tom Anderson was a co-founder of Social Networking Site, but sold the business to News Corp for $580 million in 2005. So he just like took his money and and now he's like, he literally is traveling the world just doing cool shit with his family. His Instagram page is pretty cool. It's like, Mm. he's like on a boat somewhere with like all the, you know, somewhere in Asia with all the lanterns in the sky, you know. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that guy's doing it, right. Mm. Well done. Good on you. Yeah. Yeah, if I had $580 million, I'd, I'd still them. If I had $580, I reckon. <laughs> 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 You'd just get yourself a like, intravenous Sudafed drip. I would have. I don't know if Sudafed, I don't know which one of those Which is an oxymoron, surely. Drip. A Sudafed drip. <laughs> That's good. It's the, it's the reason I'm taking Sudafed. Um. I've got a yes, pre- that's what I meant. I've got a pre and post nasal drip at the moment. Oh <laughs> yeah, no! Yeah. So, oh. Feeling, I'm feeling quite good. Um, let's wrap this up. All right, I'll fuck off and do the rest of my day. I'll uh, do this. Yeah, because this is on. Thursday. Yeah, thank you for um, for accommodating my illness. I don't be Yesterday and today, and Tuesday. Christ, thanks for carrying me every gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's only serious he's absolutely serious what <laughs> speaking of absolutely serious uh new um you fucking all right film recommendations for you i'll go on all right free solo yes not a star wars documentary no beautiful uh <laughs> a, a rock climbing documentary <laughs> free solo that's actually the it's working title. I was gonna say it's a working title of Empire Strikes Back. Um, free solo about a guy who climbed uh, El Capitan in Yosemite without ropes. Mm-hmm. Stupid, amazing. Um, trailer uh, to watch is the new Joker trailer with Joaquin Phoenix. Trailer. Yeah, dude. I don't watch trailers. Watch it. It's Why? like two minutes of I have to see this film. Really? I cannot wait What's to it called? See it. Joker. Joker. He's oh. going to be the... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like an origin... Joker f- Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, good. It's going to okay. be an origin film with Joaquin Phoenix. Right. Yeah. Looks awesome. Trailer? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. Done. Other than that, everyone, uh, have a good week. Don't be sick. It sucks. I watched Sleuth. The real Michael Caine? The real Michael Caine. He does that, innit? Does he? Yeah. So I'm, he does a lot, lot of people that. know that. Yeah. I actually sell a bottle cable right now. You do a little bit. Yeah, it's my post nasal drip. Yeah, so I can recommend that if. Um... City Poitier? No, Laurence Olivier. So there was a bit of that. EA in there. EA, 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 he always says that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do a lot of accents. Yeah. And it's just the two of them. So it's like R11's Death Trap a little bit. Christopher oh. Reeve and. Mm. Uh, mm. So it's a play that was yes. made into a film, and yeah. it's very much looks like it's very like kind of set pieces yeah. and and just a two hander, just the two of them doing the cool. everything. They're the right. only two people in it, I'll, I'll it despite what the credits say. Oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, the opening credits is a whole bunch of made up names. <laughs> awesome! Yeah, brilliant! Yeah, okay, uh, another film to watch. You will love this film. Did I say 1972? Yes. Nah. Okay, that's what I'm recommending. I'm re- recommending movies from the 70s. Oh, here's one from 2017. Okay. Uh, Gifted. 
the guy that plays Captain America, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't let that put you off because he's wonderful in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is looking after a little girl who's a maths genius. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's on my list. That's beautiful. Great. Yeah. I've heard it's incredible. Very emotional. Really, really good. Okay. All right, good. I could watch that movie every day for the rest of my life. Oh, well. Yeah. You and your 580 bucks. Fucking go nuts. I have to hire it from somewhere. Where can you hire movies from these days? Safeway. Woolworths, whatever they're called. Can you buy it? Probably. I'll buy it for you. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Go on, go do your things. Okay, mate. Get out of my house. <laughs> Stop carrying me. Slider biscuits. Are you going to do all this editing now? Yeah. And you do all the uploading as well? Yeah. Right. And making it live? And I'll do notes at some other you point. Just add a later. Just so it's up there? Okay. Great. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I don't think I'll be home again before tomorrow. Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. All right. See you, kids. Bye. Thanks for jumping on. Oh, you poor little <laughs> I just fuck. had a nap. It was nice. <laughs> <laughs>